The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Derby Knees. I think we all get them now and then, right? Uh, listen, thank you for uh, downloading and enjoying this podcast. We uh, thank you for that. Uh, lots of it. Uh, we, we've been doing this for 12 or more years now, and we enjoy every moment of it. We like it so much that we have added to it. Yes, this podcast is still free, but if you want more Geek Show, go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. And uh, become a true believer. It's only $3.50, and you're going to get extra stuff sometimes twice a week, uh, oftentimes twice a week. We're, we're doing videos. We're doing mini podcast episodes. We're doing deep dives. We're doing all kinds of things there that we're not going to be doing on this free podcast. Uh, you can, while you're there, if you just want to show the love, there's the friend of the program uh, button. That's just a dollar a month. You won't even notice that, right? But for a low, low price, super cheap, three fifty a month, you become a true believer. And uh, we appreciate you for that. It, uh, we're having a lot of fun doing that Patreon stuff. So uh, join us there. Also, uh, join our Twitter for broken news during the week. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. And uh, review us uh, goodly, if you would, please, on your... Uh, is it iTunes still? I don't know. Yeah. On your eye thing. Or wherever you get podcasts, review us if you if you don't mind. Thank you so much. Also want to thank our sponsors for making this podcast uh, free to you, the listening public. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Sideshow Productions. They are now in Salt Lake. Their grand opening is March 13th and 14th with $13 tattoos and cosplay. You can get details at Sideshow Productions on Facebook or Instagram. Ah, there we go. All right. Derby Knees. Let's get to this episode. Hope you enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. I have a question for you, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Jesus Christ. Interesting. Let's right into go. it. Wow. Interesting right that you would game. say that because at the end of this episode, we answer your questions from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So I have a question for you. Yes. Can it wait? No. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> not. Not until the end of the show. Part three. Right. Part three. Oh. Uh, what devil did your wife make a deal with to cook like that? I know, right? Mm-hmm. I know my way around a kitchen. She, My wife knows her way around a kitchen. Your wife cooks amazing fucking food. She has always been able to cook, yeah. but she has just kicked her game, has just advanced well, so much in the past 10 years. So she made two Indian dishes today uh, yeah. for lunch. One was a Shanna Sog because she always wants to make sure that the fat vegetarian's fed. <laughs> and uh, it was I've, delicious I've too, made Shanna Sog before. It's, it's got some, uh, there's some tricks to it. Yeah. And, and it's just so good. So, it was, it, yeah. and the chicken masala that she did yeah. was delicious. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. The, those were both a surprise for me too. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. I oh, bought. That. I bought the stuff, but I didn't know what she was putting together. You know, right. she, she gave me a list and say go. Well, it's just sorcery at that point. Exactly. So anyway, 
uh, hats but off to Mrs. Jackson. A few weeks ago, I'm, I'm still talking about the patty melt that she this made. This fucking patty <laughs> melt. <laughs> weeks ago. Here's the, here's the, I remember it like it was yesterday. People want to know, how do I make this patty melt? And I just say, well, she got the recipe out of Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. Ah. And that's something else that we've learned about Chrissy Teigen. Good cook. Good cook. Yeah. Or if Poor she's John not, Legend, huh? Exactly. He's living Poor right. Ugly, ugly wife who can't cook. Oh, yep. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I was being ironic. I don't think you were. Oh, I think she's fucking gorgeous. Now, now you're just saying things. She also plays. Isn't that Nintendo what I fucking games. do? So, and I'll say this about Chrissy that. Teigen, Utah's own. Is she? That's right. Mm-hmm. She grew up in Delta. Well, I didn't. Know we, that. And she's I, hilarious. I thought she's we went. So I thought we went over that a, a few episodes ago because I looked it up. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, was she's I there? Funny as fuck. I don't know. Have you ever was seen, I awake? Maybe. Have you ever seen the Family Feud with the Teigen family? No. no. There is fucking funny. Yeah, it's the Teigens, and I can't remember who, but. She's obviously drunk. Oh, good. <laughs> and her mom is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's. Oh, and her brother. Her brother's a judge on that dancing show with the J Lo. America's Got Talent. No. no, no. So you think you can dance? No. no. It's a world of dance. World of dance. Yeah. Oh, is this real? That's no. not J. Yeah, it's <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Are you and of the Huffs. No. <laughs> I am. The Huffs. I am. Jay Huff. Yeah. I'm stupid. Not, not Jay Huff. I really am. I'm not just not J-Lo. that smart. Jay Huff. Okay. No, 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 no. It's, it's the, the Huff kid is one of the judges. He's mm. pretty sure the Huff kid's one of the judges. Yeah. He's Lee George it's Huff the Magic everyone. Dragon. <laughs> What's Thanks. he huffing over there? I don't know. Right now it's beer. I'm going to drink this beer. It's the first beer I've had in like a month. I'm pretty excited to drink it because it's a dark beer. And I like a dark beer. Is it a dark beer? I don't know. It tastes it's, like a dark beer. It's, oh, it's a winter ale? Winter ale's yeah. not a dark beer. It's a, light. No. it's a brown. It's a brown beer. I like a brown All beer. beer is brown beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some's yellow. The name of her autobiography, All Beer is Brown Beer. Uh. Rebecca Frost, everyone. That's I know it's not. One of my first jobs was at a homebrew supplies shop, so no my You way. worked at the Beer Nut? I did. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Did you yeah. sell beer and beer-related accessories? Beer-related accessories. And you sell yeah. a lot of hops? They uh-huh. Sell. I had to yeah. uh, scoop them Scoop the hops, em. the different types of hops, mm-hmm. and, wow. and the champagne yeasts. Uh-huh. Different types of yeast. Yeah. yeah. I used to buy a lot of yeast from there. Malt. Got to put malt in the... Yeah. In the Containers. Our, our friend, our friend Jerry McPhee would drag me in there, and it was like, uh, it was like wandering into an alchemy store with a mad scientist. So yeah, that was my my second job. My first job was at a movie theater. Wow. Mm-hmm. Frost dot com. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice. She just stuck it right in there, just like that. It was like a professional, right in there, <laughs> like I do. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Tony. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to be here. So, Tony hit his knee twice. Oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> like an idiot. Was it, was <laughs> on, on the, on the uh, yeah, thanks. On the counter up Rebecca, there. yeah, on the counter. Because he was like, ah, oh, my knee. And then I started talking about how my knee hurts all the time now because I got old derby knees. <laughs> and But he like had hit it on the counter. And yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. And then he did it again. And then I called him a fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> yep. But, yep. Uh, and it made the tiki masala that much tastier. But the, the counters aren't made for Tony sized people. <laughs> That's true. A few things yeah. are. Hey, yeah. hey, but it's okay. Hey, Tony, was it was your right knee, your left knee, or your wee knee? <laughs> That's a good question. 
but it was my right knee. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get the answer to that question on, on the Gadget Spot. That's right. My podcast, uh, The Gadget Spot. Yeah. Or perhaps on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Maybe. A well placed weenie joke. <laughs> Always with a well placed weenie joke. <sighs> Shannon Barnson. But never with a well placed weenie. Oh. Oh, yes. I know. You can talk to some people, pal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, like your mom, Tony. Oh, 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 yeah. That hurts more than my knee. I fucked your mom so hard. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Shorzy. Shut up, Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. Your Tell your mom my prepaid cell phone plan ran out. <laughs> She's going to have to tell your mom to come get me. Fucking killed my fish. It came in the fish tank, threw off the pH balance. <laughs> killed, no, it was, it was my, uh, my Siberian fighting fish. <laughs> she came so hard it flew across the room went in the fish tank threw off the pH balance killed my fish fuck you Shorzy fuck you Jonesy give your balls a tug <laughs> give your balls a tug you tit fucker uh, come see quality comedy like that that's <laughs> not anywhere near that good <laughs> sick burn lucky 13 <laughs> he could donk all day come on fuck me uh, <laughs> 8 o'clock <laughs> Wednesdays. We won't be there. No, I won't. Fucking not invited. Give your balls a tug, you tit fucker. Clean mm. it up. <laughs> fucking ten right. ply, bud. Yeah. Your fucking spare parts. Let that yeah. marinate. Texas size ten four. <laughs> All right. And yeah. Carrie Jackson. Oh hi. Carrie. He's trying to drive this uh, uh, mad train of yeah. craziness. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten x ninety six dot com. Okay. Uh, we are going to go to Broken News here in a moment, and then we're going to answer your questions mm-hmm. from Facebook. So that'll be a big segment, so I only have one item. Faces books. Faces books. So I only have one item for this segment. Oh, really? And this is... <laughs> what the... Who that? That, that was that? She turned into gizmo. That was, fucking, that was her sexy voice. That was when, <laughs> now let me tell you, she was it's, my bedroom when she's, it's working. When she's, seduce, when she's in the seduction mode. That's the Hello, big girl. She sounds like Glomer from the Gary Coleman cartoon. Oh, and It's an awful lot like the, the voice I used to use when I was a phone sex operator. Look at that room. <laughs> Glimmer, a deep dive, by the way. I yeah. want you to know. Proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Carol. So. <laughs> That's what she said. So That's what she said. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on. <laughs> oh, baby. So. Oh, is that all from me? <laughs> I, don't, I didn't realize your ship was in time. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. That's going to take me at least an hour to get to. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Oh, yes, No, 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 no. Don't look at it. Just, ow, just, ow. just put it in your mouth. <laughs> Don't look at it. Just no, no, leave the lights off. Don't, no, no, no eye contact. Don't make eye contact with it. No eye contact with mon- it. <laughs> your mind is on the table. Now don't look at me. <laughs> you look at him. You look like the kind of bitch who likes to get chewed. <laughs> we all turned into meatball. <laughs> Or meat wad. Meat wad. 
Mm, this is a buffet. It's all I can eat. It's like getting a suck at sale. Eat wild gets the honeys. I don't care if your knees hurt. <laughs> I'll put down a pillow. <laughs> I, can, uh, <laughs> I can't concentrate. <laughs> unless you put Whitney Houston on. Listen, I know it's a weird ask. <laughs> Put this feather up my ass. <laughs> could, you, could you put I'm Every Woman on loop? No, no, no. Leave the socks on. I, li- I like to sing along. <laughs> okay, now. I'm every woman. All right. Now open that hamster cage. <laughs> it's the one with the long tube. Back up to Mr. it. M- M- Mr. Gear. Mr. Gear. Let's get out the key. Put it in, Richard. Okay. <laughs> All right. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That no, was, uh, I don't know. But I that's weird. from our and new sponsor. Scene. That's uh, so we're yeah we're <clears throat> we'll go to broken news <laughs> and then we'll do your questions. So <laughs> after <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. Let's see what's happening at Doctor Volts in the month of March. It's Dr. Volt's Mad Marchness Sale. For the month of March, all back issues are 20% off. So if you've had your eye on one of Dr. Volt's Golden or Silver Age comics, if you've been trying to complete the run of your favorite series, join them all month for Dr. Volt's Mad Marchness Back Issue Sale. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Tattoo artistry started in the sideshows across America. Sideshow Productions is opening in Salt Lake City and invites you to be a part of history. On March 13th and 14th, it's the grand opening at 4973 South State Street. March 13th, starting at 11 a.m., tattoos are only $13, plus a $7 tip for good luck. March 14th, Sideshow Productions is open from 1 to 5 p.m. Tour the cos space, come dressed to cosplay, and you'll get $5 off a membership. Artist employment opportunities are available. Get details on Sideshow Productions' grand opening on Facebook or Instagram. Broken news, welcome to it. It's Um, your broken news. The name of the episode is Derby Knees. (laughs) Good job. And I want you to know how hard it was for me. To not make the song parody, Derby knees done, done dirt, dirt cheap. cheap. It was hard. I did not until I just told you about it. Now you could only do it if it was said in the show. <laughs> and so I don't I, think it was. So I technically didn't do it. So when I was ten, I misunderstood the lyrics of that song. Uh-huh. I thought it was uh, the Dirty Deeds and the Thunder Jeep, and uh, I was pretty sure they had a Thunder Jeep, and one of them was. <laughs> I looking, like Thunder Jeep. Uh, Thunder Jeep. No, it was Jeep. Thunder Jeep. That was the that was their vehicle, and. Oh. And of course, in my head, one of them was a Native American, and he had superpowers. See, my sister was—it was Thunder Chief. To okay, her. that's what that she, makes sense. That's what she heard. Yeah, so <laughs> kids are dumb. <laughs> That'd be a lesson, kids. You see, back in the day, you see, you'd buy the album, right? And it had the lyrics on the well, sleeve. Oftentimes, yeah, yeah. Sticks Paradise Theater. That's how I didn't learn all the words to that. Album. You're better off. Well, you know, I liked the I liked the hologram mermaids on the back on the B side. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. All right. Uh, 1979. (laughs) 
thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, our Patreon is, yes. is out there. There were almost 400 of you yesterday. Oh, nice. And then a few of you unsubscribed this morning. I told what? them it would be okay. Did they unsubscribe? Okay. Did they unsubscribe or did they, they change no, their here's, pledge? Here's what I told them. Yeah. If you would like, do like us with the CBS app. I leave it on year round. And that is. Do like Lee. Binge for a month and then disconnect. And So I said, do that. We'll, we'll still thank you. We you have know? to put Jay out on the curb now. Oh, okay. Because we no. Uh, I'm sorry. So we were we were we were three subscribers away from 400 at midnight last night, mm-hmm. and when I woke up this morning, we were at 384. People took my advice, and I'm terribly sorry. Lee. Well, because yeah. when I look, it says 381. Oh, there we and go. Then we've lost three more. Oh. <laughs> it's a whole this on can't you, Carrie. It's on me. I'm sorry. No, we don't know actually until all the until this stuff processes. So really, false oh. alarm. Again, I'm Henny Penny, and uh, this guy is falling. Again, we're, it's fine. we're new at this. We're we're bringing different kinds of content. If you have any ideas or suggestions or things you'd like to see or hear right. on the Patreon, let us know, and uh, we'll we'll try to make that happen. Shannon's. I was so thrilled. I'm taking a look at it now. Uh-huh. And people who actually read along with us for book club. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. And that those of you who are, heart. those of you who have asked, the next book in the series is uh, Sword of Destiny. I thought oh, it was good. Blood of Elves. Blood of Elves is the third book. The second book is Sword of Destiny. Did, did you start on no. the wrong one? No, no I have. But it's okay. More, bu- unless it's a homework assignment. Do you get? Do you get the uh, Witcher season two casting news in your big stack of tricks? There? I don't have it. But would wrong. you like to share? What? I was going to save it for when we were all together. The regular week. show. We can save yeah. it for then if you want. It's entirely up to go ahead. Okay. Since we broached the subject. So my favorite story. My favorite story in the first book, which was the Beauty and the Beast story, mm-hmm. they're doing it in the second yeah, season. Yeah, believe. And they have cast who's playing the Beast. Who? It's the guy that played Tormund Giants Bane in the Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, how fun! I know. <laughs> it's perfect. And uh, Kim uh, Kim Bosnia from uh, The Killing Eve. He plays the Russian uh, the Russian mob handler that that oh. handles Villanelle. No one handles Villanelle. No uh, one puts oh, he's Villanelle good on in that the corner. Show. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, he's good. He's Constantine, show. but uh, he's he's on there too as some guy with a V name. So all right, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, patreon.com slash geek show podcast. Make sure you put in the podcast, or you'll go to the bad place. You go to a bad place. Yes. Three fifty a month. Come on. Three dollars fifty cents a month. You can leave that on. Yes, you could. You could you would leave it on year round. <laughs> and seriously, I like I've told people we are so the half price the price. Of a cup of coffee. We are half the price of CBS All Access. With one one hundredth of the content, we're just like Disney well, Plus. Well, now, now you're really selling it. Well, <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! On Disney Plus, there's a series called Pick of the Litter that I started. It's about guide dogs yeah. going through their puppyhood training, yeah. and it is just me going <gasps> for thirty minutes each episode. Hey, you know what? Pay for content service is actually worth its dollar amount per month. Which one? DC Universe. Really? Y'all, it's good. It's really good. For like, everything that you get, it's good. Yeah. Well, see, my Roku said that I could uh, sign up on it. Yeah? And so I think I'm going to sign up on it for a month. The And then, and then you're <laughs> watch gonna the Harley Quinn. Is it done? The Harley Quinn show? The, Harley, the first the season of Harley Quinn cartoon is done. is done, and it's fantastic. Okay, so that's what I'll do. I'll turn uh, it on for a month and watch that. Tony Hale plays a bad guy named Psycho. Dr. Psycho. Dr. Please. Psycho, yes. Uh, who was kicked out of the Legion of Doom for calling Wonder Woman the C-word. Which is the only <laughs> word they bleep out in the, the whole The only show. word. And he's fighting Wonder Woman, and she does her shock bracer thing, and he calls her the C-word. And 
like not only is everybody in the crowd watching the fight <laughs> go into a hush, everybody watching TV hushes. And if I remember correctly, it, I think the satellite it, freezes in space. Yeah, it goes to Earth <laughs> and everything stops. You, you see Earth and yeah. it's silent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other the other people, let's see, uh, Giancarlo. Uh, as Lex Luthor. As, as, as Lex Luthor. Mm. Ron Funches as King Shark. Yeah. Um, Good choice. And for King Luthor. Shark's fantastic. JB uh, Smoove is one of Poison Ivy's plants. <laughs> I'm an indoor plant. My most favorite character, though, is Kite Man, who uh, I yes. I'm very certain I tweeted at him, and I haven't seen a response from him. That that his character is based off of one of my favorite Emma Stone SNL sketches, where she's the poster girl <laughs> with the hose, and Pete Davidson's writing a report for history class, and she's like, "Hell yeah!" I think, I think <laughs> no, I Kite Man's think, in the. He's a real DC. Villain. No, he isn't. No, yeah. but his his portrayal, oh, I yeah. feel like, is yeah. based off of that Emma well, Tom, Stone character. Tom King wrote started writing. He he's, I think it was the first episode that he started writing yeah. Batman. He had Kite Man, and it was Kite Man, hell yeah. Oh, uh, and yeah. Kelly Kelly Ko- yeah. Kelly Kowako oh, yeah. is, the, is the Poison Ivy, or is uh, Harley, and she's great. She's great. She's having fun. I can yeah. tell. And wow. Lake, Lake Bell is the Poison Ivy. And quite possibly the best Joker, I think, Alan yeah. Tudyk. Alan mm-hmm. Tudyk, who uh, he, he does another voice. Clayface. He does Clayface, and Clayface kills me through this ah! whole thing. Ah! Acting. <laughs> uh, <and> commission- <laughs> Commissioner play- Gordon is an alcoholic who can't function. And, and it only p- talks about, he only wants to talk to Batman about his marriage. About his, <laughs> yeah. And uh, who's, who's Batman? Uh, it's, uh, is it Diedrich Bader? Diedrich, Diedrich Bader. Bader okay, you. so there's a running gag in that whole thing because uh, Damian Wayne is is Robin, but he's literally voiced by a 12 year old. <laughs> so he's got the high pitched 12 year old voice, but he's really hot for Harley. And uh, there is there are some one percenter jokes in there at Batman's expense that I Good. absolutely love. Well, my so. favorite one was a clip that sh- I told you guys this yeah. a clip online. Of, Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce? Yeah, my I most favorite moment so far is Clayface loses an arm and it gets taken into evidence. And so Gordon and it develops like sentience and it's a life of its own. Of course it would. It's and a little baby. It's a little Clayface. baby hand, Clayface, and uh, he and Gordon develop a friendship and. Uh, He's like, what does he say? He's like, I'm only evidence. And Gordon is like, oh, Hand, you're so much more than just evidence to me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn it on for a month. All right. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, but but then you have, got your Doom Patrol and you got your but we have Titans. Con- we have Titans. content. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, one one okay. hundredth of the content That's right. for half the price. Uh, let's begin. Got to raise a glass. Again. Again. Always. Will these fuckers stop dying? Let me just say this. I'll raise my iPhone. Up, up, right, right. down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. Frogger died? <laughs> Kaizuhisa Hashimoto, oh, veteran yeah. video game developer, creator of the famous Konami Code. Oh. Up, Contra. up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. Uh, died this week at the age of 61. That's young. Only 61? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real young. Uh, the news of uh, Hashimoto's death was uh, shared on Twitter. Uh, but uh, he was uh, he was creating the Nintendo Entertainment System version of the arcade, arcade game Gradius, which I don't remember. Um, Hashimoto said in 2003, I had played... I hadn't played that much, and obviously I couldn't beat it myself. So I put in the Konami code. Because I was the one who was going to be using it, I made sure it was easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. Uh, and uh, Konami would go on to use the code or slight variations of it in many of its games. So there you go. 
Wow. Oh, and it was just recently used in Rocket League, apparently. Wow. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's that's kind of that's 61 I, is really young. I yeah. I'd throw that out. Uh, did anyone see the Candyman trailer? Oh, yeah. I did not. Oh. That's too busy watching Bon Appetit videos. <laughs> well, Claire she, tried to make this, you know, gourmet thing. And, oh, that bitch. No, don't call Claire. Oh, she tried to do combos this week. Yeah, she yeah. did. And she succeeded. Oh. She always does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Candyman. Um, Is it Tony Todd? It's Well, he's in the movie. <laughs> They're not saying... So the thing about this movie yes. is everyone is like, oh, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. No, he's the producer. He's the producer. All it's, right. it's the first horror movie of a classic, like a horror movie remake of a classic directed by a, a black woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we need to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, I will. Uh, her name is, uh, let's see, Nia DaCosta. Uh, she was a fan of the movie when she was young. Because I, uh, she also differs in her filmmaking style from uh, Jordan Peele. She says, "I really love gore. What's fun about working with Jordan is our horror aesthetics are different. Jordan is really brilliant at not showing everything. Right. My instinct is to do the exact opposite. There's, <laughs> yes. all, there's a good amount of things that you don't want to see in the movie. Uh, so uh, yeah, she's uh, she's uh, all in. She's a mm-hmm. fan. You can tell just Sounds reading awesome. reading the interview with her. She's she is a fan of the original." And is going to do it justice. So go watch. The and that's video. one of my biggest fears in life is being in a dark room with a mirror. So I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> and in other directorial news, um, Indiana Jones Five. Steven Spielberg not going to direct it. But Grandpa Harrison Ford's out here like oh, it's going to be just like a Marvel movie. Where's the CGI dog? that. <laughs> <laughs> They told me I could work with the CGI dog some more. Uh, James Mangold. Oh, he does good movies. But he did Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah. He did Bull- uh, Logan. Yes. Oh, Logan was And good. he did one of the Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine. And I think he Logan. did the 310 to, Wol- no, three ten to did, Yuma. 310 to Wolverine. He did two of them. Yeah, he did the he did the, the good ones. The good Wolverine, and then he did the Logan. <laughs> What's the good But he Wolverine? didn't do X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> no. What's the good Wolverine? Logan. That's the one where he goes to Japan? <laughs> yeah. No, Logan's the, the one where he dies. Yeah. yeah. Logan that is, Logan, yeah, Logan is the good Wolverine movie. I'm yeah, there was one right before that where he goes to Japan. The, you think that one's the good one? No, that's the second it good one. It was a good one. It was a good-ish. Hmm. I watched the director's cut. It's like 75 hours yeah. longer because he kills a whole bunch of ninjas with a Zamboni. And what? that's really good. <laughs> that's Deadpool. There, no. There is a director's cut that's oh better. God. It's 75 hours longer. And the whole siege of the castle before he fights the giant silver samurai... All the ninjas are shooting arrows into him. They made that whole scene like 45 hours I'm long. not going to lie. I don't remember anything from this movie except they were on a train. Oh, that was a great part. Yeah. yeah. That was the prequel to Train to Busan with Wolverine. <laughs> Wait, didn't Train to Busan come out before? After. That's ama- After? That's how amazing technology is. Yeah. Oh, what is you can put it all in the same cinematic universe <laughs> if you try hard enough. What is time? Time little is but sh- a Little Shop of Horrors is a prequel. But, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. But yeah, Spielberg is uh, stepping aside. He, uh, he's a, uh, you know. Do you He's think Chris Evans can sing? Yes. Chris Evans? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. Okay. Why not? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I mean... He can take lessons. I bet you he can sing. Sure. I bet you he's a natural. He'll be fine. I mean, nobody thought Chris Pine could sing, and then he was in that... Everybody knew Chris Pine could sing. Everybody but me knew. Oh. I, I didn't, didn't know. know. He oh. can sing? Is he singing? Oh, he's, he's a, a singer he, boy. He's a phenomenal singer. Chris actually. Pine? Yeah, he was in that Disney musical. Agony! The, 
into the woods and he ripped his shirt open and did this whole number? My Captain Kirk can sing. Don't you remember that scene in Star Trek? Well, Where he sang? Yeah. Well, Shatner can sing. Shatner cannot sing. He can't sing. No, he can't sing. <laughs> you know, All in right. that that Spider-Man Christmas album? He did sing in that. Uh-huh. It was Chris Pine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But if you watch Into the Woods, you can see. You can see. Not, not a great movie, but Pine's, right. Pine's but he's fantastic. Fun. He's yeah. fun in it. Okay. Yeah. I'll take him. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I want to thank uh, The Watchman. You've been thanking The Watchman much too much lately. I have more reasons to okay. thank The oh. Watchman. I found this uh, written by Jay Connor on The Root. They have a cure for coronavirus? Um, no. Oh. Uh, growing up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I distinctly remember learning all about the Sooner State's transition from a Native American territory to becoming the 46th state in 1907, Oklahoma City supplanting uh, Guthrie is the state's capital. He goes on a list, you know, all these things that you learn growing up in Oklahoma. What I don't ever recall as being taught in school was anything to do with the infamous Tulsa Race Massacre in 1921, right. mm-hmm. in which uh, Tulsa's affluent Greenwood District, commonly known as Black Wall Street, was burned to the ground by Fire a horde of uh, yeah. racists uh, killing hundreds of innocent black people in the process. Um, that responsibility, much like other unsavory parts of American history, fell on my parents. Uh, How else could they ensure that our past never becomes our present? But perhaps pushed into action by the renewed interest in that time, courtesy of HBO's The Watchmen series, school districts in the state are finally ready to address what Senator Kevin Matthews calls Tulsa's dirty secret. A hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah. At last. Uh, CNN reports that Oklahoma's education department will provide the framework of a curriculum in April that's designed to provide extra support and resources when teaching students about the massacre. It will be officially incorporated into lesson plans beginning in the fall. Wow. So. Good job, Watchman. Thank you, Watchman. It's it's slow progress, and, and the, you know there's a whole article. I mm-hmm. I suggest you go read it on the route uh, from Jay Connor. The last thing he says is, uh, "Do I have complete faith in the school system to properly educate students on Tulsa's sordid past? No, yeah. but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, and at the very least provides both students and parents with a gateway to educate themselves further on the gruesome chapter in Black history. Wow. So there you go, and and. In, throughout the article, they talked to teachers and principals who said, yeah, I grew up here. I was never taught this. Oh. You know, I, I tell people, yes, who grew up in Tulsa? She was never taught about it. And they go, well, like, no, I don't think they're teaching it. And they weren't. No. So what kind of know. stuff do you feel, feel like is here that like we don't know about? Mountain Meadow Massacre was that's brushed, a big one. brushed over. Here in yeah. Utah. Yeah, and that's, that's actually really fucking horrific yeah. and they don't want to talk about that here oh they don't no. um yeah and mm. that's a capital t they <laughs> the royal t <Yeah. laughs> they mm-hmm. uh and then i've got okay so you like your cbs all access I, well no nah, <laughs> let me yeah so cbs all access uh can yeah, that's the house that Star Trek built. Exactly. That's all it really is right now. Unless you really like the new Magnum PI, which is uh it's it's like a warm hug from a half dead grandmother. They said that the new Hawaii five O is ending after ten seasons. I didn't realize that it had been huh? on that long. I know, right? See? That's that's exactly what I said. Ten seasons. Ten seasons of the new Hawaii five O. Did they did, are they doing like two seasons a year? Right? That's the way Survivor is, because they're at 40. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, CBS All Access uh, is currently going to snowball mm. into a new as-yet-unnamed streaming service. What? 
of course. That's as you simply put it, the house that Star Trek built, which is yeah. absolutely correct. The new service will sit alongside the free Pluto TV service and its current uh, premium Showtime Anything offering. Because well, Pluto Pluto was purchased by CBS. Mm-hmm. I only know all of this because of the One Day at a Time series, ah. which when, when it was canceled, a whole bunch of different networks tried to buy it, but Netflix wouldn't do it. So they put it on Pluto TV in Canada so that CBS All Access can start playing it in two years mm-hmm. when the pay-or-play contract wars out. And that's what's going to happen. Uh, they're going to add in Showtime Anything Anytime offering. Uh, and it's it's going to grow into this big monstrous thing. You know what Showtime's playing right now, which is actually probably worth your subscribing to it for. What's that? Cue the Winged Serpent from 1982. Really? With Michael Moriarty and uh, <laughs> and the guy from uh, Kung Fu. <laughs> David Carradine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's this movie. I mean, the tagline is "The skies of New York are literally raining blood." And it's this stop-motion claymation Quetzalcoatl from Central America that's mm-hmm. been resurrected by a Quetzalcoatl cult in New York City. And Michael Moriarty is this drunk mobster who botches a diamond heist, but he really wants to just be a scat singer. So you actually get to see him do a scat singing routine in a oh. piano bar. Where well, he's going, I, oh, I and need that. Carradine's like raising a glass to him. And then this lady's <laughs> taking a sunbath on the roof of this building, and Quetzalcoatl eats her and rains blood all over New York. It's the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> And it's on Showtime right I don't now. need to see it now. No, no. I, I didn't even tell you about the, the fact that Quetzalcoatl lives in the Chrysler building. Shit. So, <laughs> Spoiler alert. God. Uh. So so what does this mean to, like me, who, you know, turns it on. Cue the Winged Serpent? Well, that t- yeah. turns that turns on CBS All Access for Star Trek. Okay. Uh, the new service will become show home to shows like that, as well as as well as offerings from across the entire Viacom CBS slate. Oh, so I love Lucy and Green Acres, including programming from Paramount, like say the Star Trek films, also Nickelodeon, say, hey, as, Arnold. as well as BET, MTV, and Comedy Central. And despite being technically rolled into this new service, the updated platform will be formed on the foundation of CBS All Access, which works. Fine, ish, because of Star Trek. You know, right? Been, they've been testing it. With it's us geeks. definitely worth eighteen dollars a year. It's not that much. No, you, you subscribe for three months. Exactly. And you turn it off. That's what I this do. This is too. Bucks. This is too much stuff. So, and you know what? Because <laughs> for one and one and a half good Star Trek series. Oh, I'm going to beat the shit out of Picard next time we do a deep dive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch this current Tepid, episode. Boring. Blah. Is it worth me? No. Okay. Rebecca, and I love Star Trek more than just about anything. You're you're excused from any responsibility you have to Picard. Goodbye. I have now, I have now stamped it boring. Really? Yeah. I I haven't watched it. Villains this, suck. Who are the villains on this? The boring, sexy Romulan. The the, the brother and his sister? incest sister. Yeah. They're the bad guy? I think so. I don't know. Just so I mean seriously. Clear. I was almost asleep. Have right. you guys episode. watched Charlie's Angels yet? I, got, I should oh, I watch that instead of Picard. There's a scene, I watched it, I, I talked about this last week, but I watched it, and there's a scene where Patrick Stewart gets off a plane with his cool bag, and he's got like a black jacket, a gray shirt, and like six slacks, and we're like, this isn't even, this is just him showing up. Right. That's when he got yeah. off the plane for, yeah. the show, for the movie. So, right. actually, but we're not doing the deep dive this week because I really need to talk to Shannon because he still, I think, loves he's the he's still show. in, yeah. Well, that's his captain. So. Well, it's, you know, it's the warm waves of nostalgia washing over him. Yeah. I actually liked Seven of Nine in this last she was great. episode. That I was went, an exciting episode. That was great. Did you know you know what you need to make that show interesting? Hmm? Frakes directing. Could be. Anybody else directs and it's like, oh, 
Let's watch the incest twins argue with each other again for an hour. Oh. <laughs> if I need that, I'd just go out to Tooele. I was talking to a friend of mine who was asking me if she should start up with Picard, and I said, I don't know, you're kind of just a casual Trek person. Yeah. I mean, like, just very periphery. There's a yeah. lot of deep dive Romulan shit happening here. A lot of inside. Yeah, they're, they're kind of making a lot of that up as they go along. You know, inside Romulan baseball. Yeah. That, kind of that kind of stuff. Like, if I was in to start, because that stuff is right up my alley. Stuff that's, yeah. like, super deep lore. World building. Mm-hmm. World, yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah that, depending on your property, mm-hmm. used to be Harry Potter, and then it got weird. But like Star Wars now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, let's Sign do it. But and, and like Star Trek, I know if I was into it prior, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Picard, let's do this. But because I'm just casual. So she, but she asked me about Picard, and I said you should really get the Disney app and and watch The Mandalorian. She goes, yeah. I did. Good for her. <laughs> it sucked. Whoa! Oh, I know, right? I know, right? What? Nice. What? What's she, her defense? She hated the acting. She no. hated the writing. Ah. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. You know so, what? Is she a Star Wars person? She's she's pedestrian. Because I can see, like, if you're a pedestrian, like, dude. Well, that's what I told. I had the guy mm-hmm. that the guy that was cleaning all the exploded sewer out of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, he he went through my my workroom where I have all my Mandalorian helmets that I've been building. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit, you got a lot of Boba Fett helmets. And I was like, yeah. And he's not a Star Wars at all. No. But man, he was into the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. At work, we have a Slack channel named Star Wars fans and uh, somebody had posted the the High Republic Project Luminous stuff mm-hmm. and they're like what is this and I'm like sit down everyone I'll tell you a tale <laughs> High Republic looks cool as shit well then maybe next week you can tell me what it is sure because I've just kind of looked at it just kind of Yoda's, scanned it Yoda's only 600 <laughs> instead of 900 that is true though it is true yeah it is true oh. in his teen years it would be wouldn't it yeah yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll Six, talk about it. No, six hundred is teen. No, probably I mean, who knows? Late teens. I don't. Know. I don't well, yeah. they're they're fifty when they're a baby. Okay, next week you gotta set me straight on this. So we'll talk. High we'll Republic. talk High Republic because okay. I think that's actually a really cool initiative, and it seems like all the right people are in there to not Rise of Skywalker. They've been working it. on it forever. But, and yeah, it, and it sounds, as opposed to Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> and it sounds to me like you guys ought to book club this thing. We're gonna book the club well, the shit out of it because that's yep. We'll but if it comes out about the same time as Baldur's Gate three, I won't have time. It's well, just, it's gonna be a bunch of it's gonna be a bunch of different stuff though. Yeah, we'll do the it's young like, adult books. It's like August though, right? Yep. I want to say. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, I'm excited whatever, about. Tune in next time. I'm excited about any Star Wars that isn't Rise of Skywalker. Really? I finally found it, Carrie. What? Uh, no one can call me a Star Wars apologist anymore. Really? Yeah. You don't like the Rise of Skywalker? I wouldn't say I didn't like it. You can uh, you can still be a Star Wars apologist, but like I apologize for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. This is not representative of, so as no, a, of us I'm, as a whole. <laughs> let, let me let me let me rephrase it. All right. I very specifically quit social media the day I saw Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I remember. I, I quit Twitter. I quit Facebook. I quit them both because I did not want to go through what I went through with uh, Last Jedi, which was a whole bunch of rabid neckbeards telling me that I was stupid for liking this movie. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to go into... I haven't I haven't seen a Star Wars that I didn't like, mm-hmm. right? I always find a thing to like. And I came out of that one going, that was the best Star Wars commercial ever. It was such a good commercial for Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, okay. but itself, in my heart, was not really what I was looking for. And that's fine. I know people loved it, and I'm so happy that they loved it. But being off social media for two and a half months now, I've been able to formulate entirely my own opinion of the movie, which is, one, the only time I've ever seen a Star Wars movie, once. 
nothing has pulled me back into the theater for it. Well, yeah, I've two, not seen it again. Not sure if I'm buying it when it comes out. Really? That's never happened. Usually pre-order happens as soon as I get home from It'll the theater. It'll be on Disney Plus. It'll be on Disney Plus sooner or later anyway. But regardless, I usually support the movies because I love them. And I know that they're struggling financially. So <laughs> uh, so that's where I'm at with it. Mm. And it's it's kind of a hard place for me to be. Like I'm, I've been exploring my heart a lot and I'm, sc- I'm scared. See, I've only seen it once just because I just don't have time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Yeah. I'm very tepid about it. Yeah. I'm like a lot of people. I think we're after Attack of the Clowns. I mean, I, I once I got to re-examine uh, Last Jedi, I still can't figure out why people hated that movie so much because it wasn't uh, what they built in their heads. Yeah, but uh, and I could be blamed of the same thing with Rise of Skywalker, to be yeah. honest. Well, so I'll I'll give it a, some repeat viewing when I it could comes also, out. I could also say that it's actually Ryan Johnson's fault that I didn't care for Rise of Skywalker. That fucking genius. Because he didn't direct it. Because he made a good. really good movie. Because he made movie. a good movie before. Yeah, that, oh, I that see. Jerk. Okay. And then Talented when we get back jerk. to, you know, pinball wizard time, uh, you know, let's throw everything at the screen. It's going to be <laughs> fantastic. I'm JJ Abrams. Um, yo, right. Oh, my God. You know, it'd be great. Red Five. We need Red Five. Oh, my God. Well, well let's. So. Maybe this is a Patreon thing. Maybe we. Lee whines about a Star Wars. <laughs> we already did this. Yeah. We have to do it again. No, I'm going to. When it. It, I'll probably when it comes out on the home video, like in twenty forty four. I'll because it's been a while. When, when it's coming out soon, I would probably. Think. Well, so they. Uh, okay, I will. I will buy it. I will loan you my copy. You watch it a couple of times, and then we'll come back and we'll do a. I'm interested to read the Patreon. novelization because, yes. and there was an article about this. That's again one of those non articles yeah. where it's like novelization will have deleted scenes, blah, 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 and I'm like. Every novelization of Star yeah. Wars has added mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, because the shit that got cut this in is, between when the novelization yeah. came out. Oh. Yeah, this is yeah. not new. But so I'm I'm interested to see what happens in the novelization. No, I mean Attack of the Clones novelization. I I dug the hell out of it. Yeah, you know there was a lot of great lore in there. There really you know? was. Force Awakens novelization, really good. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good. Yeah. And right. you know Rise of Skywalker. I'm or, or, sorry, Last Jedi. I screw them up, which is weird because one of them I loved and one of them I'm like eh. Uh, so I mean, all right. Well, we'll we'll get into it. But yeah, we'll we'll talk. It, it'll be like the. How do we feel three months later? Let's review. Let's review. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> even seen it again, and I've noticed like if I love a movie, I do go out of my way to right. see it multiple times. Well, you know how many special features on Knives Out I've watched. Like I haven't just watched the special features on the. They on got the, a feature for video. each knife that's out. <laughs> I've watched his his thirty minute deep dive of just the eat shit scene that's on YouTube. Oh uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Oh, I also learned a valuable lesson about iPhones. Oh what? yeah, the bad, yeah, was, bad guys. Oh yeah, bad guys uh, Apple, can't Apple, use Apple will never let bad guys have iPhones. We'll have that next week. God. Yeah, that's I ruined another one. <laughs> oh my god! Don't worry, don't worry. I'm gonna get kicked off the All right, show. Well, again. we'll we'll just end it now. Did you did you have something that you wanted to? Oh no, I didn't see any movies. Up. I really want to see Invisible Man because I hear it's really scary. But I, it's great reviews, yeah. tons of money. So, um, but I went and saw Birds of Prey again. But I saw it in this theater called Screen X at mm-hmm. the Regal. 270 degrees of screen. Okay. So kind of like a fancy Cinerama. new cinema scope. So it's kind of curved. Yeah. Not really. So you have your normal screen and then there's your regular walls, but they're not like lined with anything. They're just blank and projectors on both sides to project additional stuffs. Oh. Super enhanced the movie. Wow. Like if you haven't seen Birds of Prey yet, go see it in Screen X. It was like watching a comic book. It was so cool what they did. So they added extra stuff to it. Yeah. That's neat. And it like doesn't 
you know, change the plot or anything. Yeah. It just really enhances the experience. All right. Huh. And okay. I had some of that Cheeto popcorn. Oh, not very good. Mm. Uh, Sorry. And uh, <laughs> also, there's a really cool show on Amazon Prime right now called Hunters. Ooh. That's uh, it's a Jordan Peele production. Yes. But um, holy crap, 1970s. Uh, oh yeah, Shannon loves this show. Yeah, Nazi hunters. Yeah. Weird, weird to see Al Pacino as an old Jewish guy. Yeah. But his accent is flawless. He's so good at it. He is it. not playing Al Pacino. He's playing this old Jewish uh, Nazi hunter. Yeah. So the show is a ton of fun. Oh, okay. It's not at all. I had to look it up. I had to look it up because I was like, this has got to be based on a comic book. And it's totally original. Oh, that's yeah. great. But it, I'm watching, I'm like, this has got to be based on a comic book. Just the way it's filmed, all the mm-hmm. sequences, it, it, this is crazy. Yeah. All right. But it's good. Sue was out of town this weekend, so I pulled out my Battlestar Galactica DVDs. The old ones or the new ones? The, the new one. Okay. Thank you for not <laughs> rehashing. That episode 33 is one of the best. Which one's that? That's that's the first episode right after the miniseries. Okay. And that's where the oh, Cylons Oh, 33 are, hours between no, it's 33 minutes. 33 Every 33 minutes, minutes, minutes the Cylons yeah. attack and they have to jump. My favorite is still when they liberate New Caprica. Oh, yeah. When they, they fucking suborbital... <laughs> drop the Galactica into atmosphere and yeah. I screamed and went out and bought a big screen TV. <laughs> it's porn. It's porn. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll, t- uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Name of the episode is Dirty Knees. Derby it- Knees. Derby Knees. Sorry. And the Thunder <laughs> Jeep. Jeep. Anyway, your questions coming up after these. Please to enjoy. Tattoo artistry started in the sideshows across America. Sideshow Productions is opening in Salt Lake City and invites you to be a part of history. On March 13th and 14th, it's the grand opening at 4973 South State Street. March 13th, starting at 11 a.m., tattoos are only $13 plus a $7 tip for good luck. March 14th, Sideshow Productions is open from 1 to 5 p.m. Tour the cos space, come dressed to cosplay, and you'll get $5 off a membership. Artist employment opportunities are available. Get details on Sideshow Productions' grand opening on Facebook or Instagram. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's in the month of March. It's Dr. Volt's Mad Marchness Sale. For the month of March, all back issues are 20% off. So if you've had your eye on one of Dr. Volt's Golden or Silver Age comics, if you've been trying to complete the run of your favorite series, join them all month for Dr. Volt's Mad Marchness back issue sale. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Yeah. Questions? Sometimes we have questions. We have, uh, and then and, sometimes we answer uh, them. You know, and the, we, we did have a comment. Is it going to be the same 20 questions that we get all the time? I don't know. Uh, we, d- we don't know because, I mean, you know. We, we don't, don't ask them. We don't ask them. It's up to you. If you want an original question. You ask an original question. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So why can't a woman be more <laughs> like a man? <laughs> so this is, uh, from, right on that. this is from our Facebook page. Yep. Um, we ask for questions and you send them to us. All right, here we go. Question number one. All right. Have you watched the new Picard series? If so, how do you like it? Well. You'll have to find out on our Patreon. We do deep dive on the first episode already. And Mm. oh, by the time this is up, we'll have a deep dive up to the fourth episode of the the very least. I mean, long story short, it's Star Trek. Yeah, I love it. I'm loving uh, it. Patreon.com slash Geek Show Podcast is where you go. Yeah, I think I, I had one one rough episode. We'll go into that on the deep dive. So. Yeah. so that's where you can find out what we think of Picard. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Okay, this one's slightly related to it, but I think it's a, I think it'd be a good one to address here. Thoughts on f bombs being dropped in Star Trek Picard? Actually, you'll have to go to the deep dive <coughs> on Patreon <laughs> they, because I have a whole article about. Oh, you that. okay? Yeah. I didn't know right that. They, uh, that news. But okay. it's not that's not the first f bomb in Star Trek. No, no, no. They had I, a I discovery. Believe, I believe Tilly dropped an f bomb. Yep, she did. So, well, my thing is always why would <clears throat> swear words disappear? Well, we'll get to that okay. on the deep dive on Patreon. Uh, interestingly enough, though, the the, the f bomb itself has only really been around. For a pretty brief period of time, and there's a lot of a lot of discussion about how long we've been using the word "fuck," and some say maybe 60, 70 years. Some are saying it's been around since Shakespeare, but we just don't know because it's a bad word. People tended not to write it yeah. that much. Well, yeah. we'll get we'll get to that on the deep dive. Patreon.com/slash/geekshowpodcast. All right. If you could have one TV show come yes. back from being canceled to finish its story, to finish its story, what TV show would it be? Oh, dude. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Angel wrapped up, but no, it but left it, it hanging. At I the mean, end. literally, that's a, true. A Hellmouth opens that's true. in it, Los Angeles, and the last thing Angel says, they have a dragon. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I man. don't know. I like the way Angel ended. It I mean, was it a ended great, great ending. Yeah. But I'd like to know what happens, too. And, you know? and then you get. You I know. have the the puppet. Have I ever talked about? It? I have the puppet from Puppet Time. Oh, oh, the puppet the, angel, oh, the uh-huh. angel puppet. Yeah. So great! That last season of Angel is like some of the best television mm-hmm. ever. Way period. <clears throat> and then you get Firefly. I'd love to see where Firefly well, yeah. went. So pushing daisies. Pushing Fuck. daisies. Yes. Yeah. Any of that, guys. All, all the Fuller shows, man. Right. Yeah. Pushing daisies. Wonderfalls. Wonderfalls. I'd like yeah. one more episode. One more season of uh, Hannibal. Mm-hmm. He did. A, yeah, and Hannibal is so thoroughly his show too. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, and then he started working on. Oh God, he did American Gods and Discovery. He started working, but on he Discovery. backed out of both. Yeah, and then yeah. So, um, misfits of Science. Square pegs. <laughs> this is a really obscure one, but uh, Limitless. If you Limitless, the first season the of Limitless season, was really good. And oh. especially being that it actually tied into the movie. Exactly. Which was kind of wild. They, oh, it they, did? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And they Bradley left. Cooper came in for multiple episodes to really? play the part. Yeah. Yep, yep. He was an executive huh. producer on it as well. And huh. it, it was completely tied into mythology. It was not a spinoff. It, it was, ended. I can't remember exactly how it ended, but it was a cliffhanger, and then they just canceled the series, and I was just like, that no! show had a, That show had a lot of promise. A ton of potential. Uh, how many seasons of Enterprise did we get? Three and a half. That's a show that I think because they they started out saying we're not going to do this thing. Yeah, we're doing this thing, and everyone said we don't like that thing. Do the other thing. And then <laughs> they said, okay, we'll do the thing that you wanted us to do, and they started doing it, and it started. That's when uh, Denise and Michael Akuda stepped in and yeah. started running the show, and uh, they were you know died in the wool. They're the people that gave us the displays for all the yeah. the consoles. Um, and they were the continuity experts. They did all the technical guides, and they started running the show. And all of a sudden, you had the you know the alter, the mirror universe yeah. uh, stuff. And they started doing what yeah. we wanted from that show, yeah. and th- but it was too late. The show actually, and I'll go back to this a million times. Uh, the show I really wish got more of a chance um, was Deadly Class. Yes, and that, that oh, show. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. the absolute <clears throat> most perfect, pitch-perfect comic book adaptation of all time. It really was. Uh, and God, how much money did they spend on music? That's what I want to know. Uh, a lot. Yeah, and they just did such a great sh- job with it. And I know that the other networks that they pitched it to got scared because you have a really attractive, really dynamic cast. And in the comic series, most of them were going to die in the next 10 episodes. Mm. But 
uh, and that's why the you know the the nether networks are like, no, we're not going to touch it. You're not going to have this where all these high yeah. school kids are literally just getting murdered. Well, not only that, then it also if it does well, where's it going to go? You know, they right. can't milk it out. Well, they they can. I mean, that's the thing is that the the comic series is in its third year, and oh, by really? year I mean third year of school. Yeah. It's on okay. like issue forty six or forty seven. Most of the characters are dead, but Marcus and Saya and Maria are still running around. I mean, the the long story, the bad guys, the assholes, win constantly. Mm, and yeah. it's the nice kids that you like and that you're rooting for are getting killed and murdered constantly because that's life. The kid that plays Marcus, he's going to be a big star. He will be. Yeah. Is he yeah. the main character? Yeah. 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 yeah I think most of that cast. Most, I mean, most of those kids have bright futures ahead of them. I mean, yeah. they're all incredible, incredible actors. <laughs> Luke Tenney uh, is just, just going to be phenomenal. And uh, the kid that played the, the little, the weird punk rock kid. Um, played you. Played me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I interviewed him when I was at Bleeding Cool and just so down to earth. And he's already worked with people like Steve Carell. And, uh, you know, this was supposed to be like this, this big... Uh, portfolio defining moment for all of them and I think it was but no one got behind that show there it doesn't exist anywhere oh, uh, you can't even watch it on demand I or? think you can find there's like a, a blu-ray set of it but you know sci-fi basically just buried it if you like if you get a chance to see the it was what like 12 episodes mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing 10, 10. not a bad episode just yeah. really good yep so I would love to see more of that they even did a proper tribute to Hunter Thompson that I was yes, quite happy did. with yes they did Next question. Uh, who is the geekiest relative you each have, not including children? Geekiest relative? That'd be, I would think, someone who's probably influenced you the most as, as to be a geek as well. For, I'll go first. Uh, for me, it's, it's a toss-up between either my mom, who got me into Star Trek, mm. and uh, like sci-fi TV in general. We used to watch all the Star Treks, um, Hercules, the Legendary Journeys, mm-hmm. Xena, Warrior Princess, all that, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, my uncle, uh, Uncle Kevin, who got me into PC gaming, oh. and he's the one that's uh, that got me into that kind of huge money sink, but totally worth it, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, huh? I don't have one. You don't? No. My my mom and dad were both huge nerds. Like my mom, I'd come home from school and she'd be watching Star Trek and Dark Shadows, and those were the shows that I watched with her. And when I started reading comic books, I found out that she had been a huge comic book reader in the 50s. So, oh, wow. like, she read all the Superman comics. She was real into... I remember her talking about... I, I didn't know who Bizarro was yet because I didn't recognize Bizarro from Super Friends. Right. But she was always talking about Bizarro and Mr. Mitzlis book and uh, all these other really cool characters. And she still had quite a few of the 1950s Superboy and Superman comics. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So, and it was completely encouraged in my house, you know? Yeah. So... And they bought me all my first D&D books because nice. that kept me off the streets. Hmm. So I do have one. Hmm. Uh, my Aunt Betty. Aunt Betty. Yeah. Blam, blam. Blam. <laughs> <laughs> She's slowly you guys, <laughs> are your minds Are your minds linked? <laughs> Set it right up. She, We're drift compatible. She slowly mm. turned to an, an agoraphobe. But before that, <laughs> she was really funny because she was like this old lady, mm-hmm. liked a garden, and... Uh, but she loved horror movies and sci-fi. Oh. And like, uh, I remember one of my favorite memories is she lived in Ely, Nevada. And we walked to the theater, because it was close to her house, and saw the 1970s version of King Kong. Oh, yeah. And then we, and, uh, I just loved it, you know. And then she took me to the Sambos. <laughs> What's still, a Sambo? We <sighs> still had Sambos? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So Sambos. It's a racist 
food chain. There was oh. a there was a book. There was a book in the fifties called Little Black Sambo. And Little Black Sambo would go hunting and he'd have all these misadventures because of course in the nineteen fifties the narrative being that he was an idiot. Yeah. Okay. And so and the it precursor like, it was like a black and it was like a the he had the big any lips, the yeah. whole thing. A very, very stereotyped was, character. Uh, it was like a JB's. It was, it was, uh, like, a, it was, it was like a racist The Denny's. majority of them became... <laughs> it was. The majority of them actually became Denny's. Yeah. Denny's yeah. bought them out when yeah. somebody in the late 70s was like, hmm, Sambo's. It's the yeah. racist Denny's. But you could buy your little Sambo doll yeah. at the yeah. checkout. Oh, no. Your yeah. dad. Your dad, that's, right? Well, and my mom. Oh, yeah. My yeah, mom was right. nine months pregnant with me and took me, and took me uh, to a... Star Wars marathon at the villa. <laughs> oh, the villa. Yeah, the, but yeah, my parents. The only sure. relative that I had that was geeky at all was my cousin Ray, and such a, it's just such a sad. Every time I think of the song uh, by Pink Floyd, "Mother," I think of Ray, because Mama's gonna check out all your girlfriends for you, and Mama won't let anyone dirty get through. And, oh my gosh. and Mama was very protective of Ray. Yeah. And uh, so I'd go over and get to play with him every now and then. And he loved Doctor Strange, and I could never figure out why. So I, maybe that was why I, my first reaction to Doctor Strange was, are you sure? Because oh. <laughs> he was, he was kind of... But he, he turned me on to... Uh, he, 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 he exposed me to my first... Uh, Japanese robots. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Shogun Warriors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved those things. He had a bunch of those. And, and so I... They were like three feet tall. Yeah. yeah. And he Two would, points of articulation. And, and this is how weird he was. He would never let me play with his Godzilla. Yeah. He never the let me... The one that had that flicky... Yeah. That had, I, I, that's all he wanted to do. Is I, I just wanted, wanted to flick the thing. I wanted to <laughs> flick the back... It was a lever. Make the little fire. To my cousin would never let me flick his thing. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to flick the phone. <laughs> But I want to float. But this is how weird Ray was, because he didn't get out much. Yeah, he didn't know how to cross a street. Oh no! What? Wait, how? We went to. Is this a joke setup? We went to go see. I'm trying to remember the movie. I want to say it was Dune. Ray tried to run away, but he just kept walking around the block. (laughs) And we we got we got there early to the theater, and so I said, "Well, let's run across the street to it was Grand Central or Fred Meyer or some shit." And we'll play video games until the movie starts. And then, you know, kill some time, you know. So we we go over to cross the street from the movie theater. And, I mean, yeah, we didn't use a crosswalk. But when you see a car coming, you don't go, no. right? Well, no. Yeah, good advice. He, Solid. He mm-hmm. thought he could beat it. And he got hit? And then he realized, I'm not going to beat it. So he started to go back. No. And then, boom! Oh right my God! Roll no over the way. top of the car, and then you never got to hang out. And with then Ray I again. never got to hang out with Ray again because <laughs> you're a bad I, influence. I was clearly you pushed him into the street. It was it was my bad influence. That <laughs> I thought it's because he died. No, oh, bro- Jesus. Broken leg. Okay, broken leg. good. Broken leg. Broken leg. Well, then Ray got off Poor easy. He did get off easy. Yeah. Poor Ray. But uh, yeah, I wasn't able to play with him after that. Man, it's a shame mm. about Ray. It's a shame about Ray. It is a shame. What's Ray up to these days? Shame about Ray. I don't know. This is something I don't get. I don't know. It's a Lemonhead song. Wow. Shazam it. Yeah. Mm. Shazam it, motherfucker. I think we we owe them royalties. uh, Royalties, man. Money for that. Give them a nickel. Great job, guys. We'll get right on that, Evan Dando. (laughs) Yeah, Evan Dando from Lemonheads. (laughs) How's Juliana Hatfield feeling? All right. Next question. Similar similar vein uh, of question. What sort of geekism would you pass on to the next generation of geeks? 
geek, be cool. Geekism? Yeah, like geek-related thing. Just be cool. I agree. Don't <laughs> gatekeep. That's what I would pass on. Oh, okay. So it's not like a... Or if or a, a you know a property or what maybe yeah hmm. yeah I think the the term you that, can't make up words and expect us to know well, what they, they mean. quotes so the, the term yeah. oh that solves it the term Dude, I'm just gonna say comic books for fuck's sake comic books the term my wife's been using lately is don't yuck other people's yum and I've just oh, kind of I, I just like kind of love yeah. that because yeah like so that. I I really would like people to just kind of accept that other people have things that they that they're into genre wise that mm-hmm. you may not be into but you know let's celebrate all that stuff together because if we can do that i i always say i don't really care for babylon 5 but i'm really fucking glad it's there so but like shannon said like comic books is great because like anytime i'm stuck babysitting yeah. i don't have kid friendly stuff in my house but i do have kid friendly comic books yeah mm-hmm. right so like we'll read comic books together yeah yeah and definitely yeah I'm, that's pretty I'm, universal i'm definitely about the keep, church of comic keep, books. Yeah, keeping the comic books um, alive. But uh, but I would also say, I don't see the point of arguing about art. No. no, it's, no. It's, it's subjective. You know, all you're going to do is just sit and get mad at each other, and it's going to be a bad time. It's, you're just going around you're in circles. I mean, time. we're going to talk about that in the Picard deep dive later. There was yeah. an episode I didn't really particularly care for. I'm still really glad I watched it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and there's, there's things that are, for me, really important in geekdom like i like to do a lot of tabletop games and painting miniatures and collecting miniatures and that kind of stuff it, it all comes from the same part of me that like to collect action figures and that that can be really neat like you can work on those projects and and that's something to talk about when people come over and i like to paint miniatures with my kids because mm-hmm. it's fun and it's relaxing yeah. you know so there's a lot that we can pass on to the next generation i think the biggest thing is is that we just kind of celebrate those things they like together like i'm a little old for harry potter but i still really dig it because mm-hmm. it got a lot of people into yeah. fantasy and science fiction yeah. so it was a gateway yeah, yeah exactly uh this this one's kind of more for carrie but we all might be able to weigh in a little bit as well what is your most valuable collectible oh i got one well that's where we have to define okay valuable. Uh, let's let's go both we'll go sentimental value and also what do you think like the street value of that mountain of snow. <laughs> um, hmm, let me think. I don't have anything that's really extraordinarily valuable. I think I have a Spider-Man Mego over there that you know that's maybe a hundred bucks. But my blue snaggletooth probably. Uh, I've I've got you know some original Boba Fett shit. Nothing over a thousand dollars. It's just like seven fifty in that area. Um, emotionally valuable is those little Jawas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think your mom got there. you. The ones that uh, mom helped me hunt down. Mm-hmm. So, probably the, the Jawas. Uh, uh, mine is that Hulk uh, cover, number one, mm-hmm. statue that I bought in uh, oh, yeah. San Diego. Remember, it was like... That's right. They marked it down the last day. It was like 800 bucks, and they marked it down to, I think, 400 You bought it? Yeah, it's fucking beautiful, dude. It's it really like, is. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's stunning. It's, God, it's about the, the Hulk. So it's a 3D sculpture mm-hmm. of the cover of the first appearance of the Hulk. Okay. So it's got a, a, a background that looks like the cover uh-huh. with, you know, the original cover. And then there's a Hulk, the big gray Hulk. Yeah, I was going to say he's gray. Yeah, the big gray Hulk. He was, he was gray for like yeah. the first year. And um, he's probably over a foot tall. Hmm. And then down in front of him is a sculpture of Banner going, oh, oh yeah. And I fucking just, I love that thing. Cool. I saw Ryan Otley 
Ryan yes. Otley drove that motherfucker home. I oh, still, that was nice. Yeah. I still have my original volume of the first Warhammer 40k book. It's uh, it's called Rogue Trader, and it's still in pretty good shape. It's probably not valuable at all, but I love it because it's like the beginning of what became this multi-million, if not billion-dollar franchise, and it's so derpy. The art and it's <laughs> derpy, and the story's derpy, and it wanders everywhere. So I like to look through it because it kind of reminds me that you know even something super derpy and not necessarily polished can become something amazing. You know, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. And then uh, the Princess Leia action figure that my wife brought with her when we started dating because I met a girl who had her own Star Wars figures. And I was like, we're going out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my angel puppet. Really? Yeah. So I don't, awesome. I, I don't have a lot of stuff. Like I have a lot of artwork. I was going to say, I thought your Mondo posters, were some of them were really expensive. Yeah, I don't think I've ever spent more than $100 for a Mondo poster, though. That's probably appreciated. Well, maybe. I don't know. But my ah. angel puppet's probably pretty solid. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Uh, probably, I've got some uh, some Rick and Morty pops that are worth like a hundred bucks. Really? More. I'm not a huge collectible kind of guy. Hmm. Like all my comic books are graphic novels; they're not single issues or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I can think of off the top of my head. Oh shit, I forgot. Punk gave me some original Micronauts. Oh. And it was a trade. But I know I got the better end of the trade, and so does he. <laughs> but they were, they, they, he gave them to me in the original packaging, and like they were, really? they were complete. And their packaging's beat up, and the Micronauts are beat up. But having seen, went to a toy store out in West Jordan a couple of weeks back, and they had one loose Micronaut figure for sixty five bucks. Oh my god! So Dang. I'm, they're they're so hard to find. You so, are rich in Micronauts. Yeah, because well, they were all those little pieces, all those tiny little metal pieces. Yeah, and, yeah, they were a buck ninety nine when I was seven years old, yeah. and I walked to Kmart and buy them. Exactly. You know? I would so, go buy them at the Sprouts Sprouts Rights Sprouts Rights in uh, yep. Ely, Nevada. That's right. Nice. Ooh, or I have those lightsabers from Disneyland. Those yeah. are nice. Yeah. 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 Those you paid, right. a pre- paid a pretty penny for those. Yeah. Those are fucking nice. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next question. Uh, let's see. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Favorite shoe, hat, or sock brand? <laughs> That's what? Uh, okay. <laughs> shoe, Converse, hat, uh, either Bailey of Hollywood or Gurren Brothers. That's I'm mm-hmm. Gurren Brothers, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have what favorites was, of What these was the other things. one? Uh, socks. Socks? Black. Uh, That's not a brand. You just like a black sock? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not a hobo. Uh, Hugo, Hugo Boss. <laughs> Hugo I've, Boss. I've just graduated from the uh, from the inexpensive Goodfellow & Company Target gym socks to the Goodfellow & Company Target dress socks. Yeah, I'm moving up. <laughs> Goodfellow & Company has some good clothes. I Great really, clothes. I really like Tom's shoes. Tom's? When I worked retail, I would wear those, and they held up. They're comfy. Yeah, yeah they're comfy. They have uh, Star Wars shoes uh, now. Oh, yeah. oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm a big fan of Puma shoes. Puma? I like Puma shoes. They they have a lot of different styles. They even have some that are considered driving shoes. And supposedly they're like endorsed by race car drivers and stuff like that, like Formula One. But really? the, the f- thing that's nice about <gasps> them is the, the heel is cupped on the outside. So when you're driving, oh. it cups your your heel very nicely. Very get, nice. Yeah. One of my and that, that's a problem I have because I'm wearing my, Walmart slip-ons. My right car now. doesn't have uh, cruise control, and oh. so it, it makes my foot a lot more comfy. Oh, there one you go. One of my dream. I wa- one of these days I want to get a pair of Louboutins. That's so funny. What am I? What am I uh, Why it, my dreams are funny? <laughs> no, no, because yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> no. Um, 
I have like lots of. Uh, I have several refugees. You have a pair of Louboutins just no, laying no, around. No, I have several refugees in my class, and this <laughs> this mom comes in. She's from uh, Rwanda. Oh, Mister Bonsi, <laughs> I need your help. She will never shut up. She just talks and talks. She wants the Louis Vuitton. <laughs> she just wants the Louis Vuitton. <laughs> what is Louis Vuitton? <laughs> Fucking funny. <laughs> so All Louis right. Vuitton and Louboutin are different. Uh, I want a pair of Christian Louboutins. Lube with the red oh, soles. Lube, or yeah. she lube, wants something with lube in it. Lube, <laughs> Louboutin and Louis Vuitton are different. Yeah. Yes. Huh. I'm learning so yeah. much. Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Next huh. question. Huh. Stupid. Yeah. All right. This, this <laughs> probably uh, no, uh, really hurts. Move it along, ding dong. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. Uh, probably the last question, um, unless unless I'll, you guys don't think I'll it's. Be, I'll be the yeah, judge. Okay. Of that. Uh, <laughs> who who is the biggest bad in the Star Trek broadcast television universe? The biggest bad. The biggest bad. And they said specifically the, the TV universe. TV oh. universe. The biggest bad. The Tribbles. Oh, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Gowron. Gowron the fucking Klingon. Gowron? A yeah. lot of people go gold to cot, but Gowron, man, that bug-eyed bastard, he managed to... Uh, uh, you know, he's, I, I was never f- intimidated by him. No, no, Mar- I always thought Mar- he was funny. Martok, maybe. Martok was great. Yeah. Murtaugh? Um, Dude, it's the fucking... Murtaugh, yeah. It's, it's the goddamn <laughs> Romulans. Yeah, probably the Romulans in general. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, especially now. Yeah, was, these I, days. Yeah, if you're going out straight power, I would probably say Q. Well, Q. Well, yeah. But Q, is he? But, was he? But he's, he's he's not evil. He's, he's more mercurial. Yeah. Yeah. Q's Q's whole yeah. motives were so Charlie X. Yeah. He had the powers of a Q, but he was a teenager and he was all fucked up in the head. Yeah, he that's was good pretty one. good. Uh, Trelane was great. I like all the old, over-the-top. Trelane was great. Um, um, uh, well, of course, in my heart, I want to say the Mugatu. But Mugatu was oh, amazing. The, well, the Borg. I was going to say the Borg. But the Borg, the Borg probably, Queen, specifically. Por- probably number one, if you ask me. Yeah. That's the, the Borg. Yeah. We're kinda, Borg Queen's we're kinda, movie, though. We're kind of getting Just into the, some, some the, interesting Borg stuff the now, The Borg too. in general, I would, I would say. Yeah. I would say Garrick. Garrick? Really? Garrick was... Well, yeah, because because he infiltrates. He mm-hmm. where the bodies He's were playing buried. the long game. Yeah, you know, yeah. he infiltrates. He becomes your friend, and then the next yeah. thing you know, double cross. You can't trust him. There, there were some. There were some really, really good villains. I mean, I thought Lore, if Brent Spiner had maybe toned yeah. it down a little bit, yeah. Lore would have been really terrifying. Mm-hmm. And he still had some terrifying moments. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to go through my DS9 villains, and it's just. You know what? Star Trek's just great. Mugatu. You should watch it. Gorn. The Mugatu. The Gorn. The Gorn. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> I'd say the biggest villain is J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I'd agree. Oh, well, I don't Lord. know about that. <laughs> we'll I'd just like to ruffle feathers. Oh, no, my feathers have been ruffled. Mine weren't. One more. Uh, favorite geek quotes you live by? Ooh, so. Oh. <laughs> I've got it Jumping on my right phone. In. I got it on my phone because okay. I think about it every day. Okay. It's from Carrie Fisher. Ooh. Uh, stay afraid, but do it anyway. What's important is the action. You don't have to be conf- you don't have to wait to be confident. Just do it, and eventually the confidence will follow. Mm. Nice. So every time like I get it. like stressed out about a thing, I I I say stay afraid, do it anyway. That's it's good. Me a lot. I like That's that. good. Anyone else? Uh, the profession I'm in. Yes. Uh, it's up on my wall. In the room, it says there is no try, there is do or do not. Oh, yes. Yeah. And also, fear of failure leads to the dark side. Oh, that's also good. So. Okay. Oh, I've also got Alonzi. 
to remind myself. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Too many. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same Too boat. Fucking I, many. I can't narrow down one. You got a narrow down? I mean, I know. That's basically it. I know. <laughs> the quintessential hand solo line. I know. Okay. I'm serious. I know it sounds weird. All right. But it's my mind frame. I'm probably the same as Shannon. Do or do not. There is no try. Oh, okay. And there's your, you know, no matter where you go, there you are. That's Buckaroo Banzai. They stole it from Top Gun. Whatever you are, be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. As far as you know. Uh, Mine, we talked about this earlier, Um, is the uh, final lyrics of the Mystery Science Theater theme song. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Uh, that one's really good. That's really good. It was so awesome hearing that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. If you're live. wondering how they eat and breathe and other science facts, just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Yeah, yeah we, we've kind of had all of, our, all of our geek stuff explained to us to the point now where we don't have any wonder left in it, right? So you get the Holdo maneuver, which is like one of the most brilliant shots in cinema. And people yes. are like, how did that work? Yeah. Like, it, Shut up. Why yeah. Shut doesn't everybody do it all the time? Right. Well, because you'd run out of ships real quick. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's okay. Right. Palpatine's just busy making a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. Serious. <laughs> Palpatine. You know, Palpatine is the quintessential example of uh, it's never too late, man. Never too late? <laughs> yeah. Because he... Be- he built that whole fleet after he fucking died. That's right. You know? Okay. He never gave up. Colonel Colonel Sanders started his fucking chicken place. He's like 60. You know? Palpatine. So he, yeah. Inspirational. He really, he really like came dead. into it after he'd been dead for fucking yeah. yep. 50 years. Inspirational. <laughs> I've say. died before. Oh, 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 oh. Do it. Oh, that's... Do it. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. I've died before. <laughs> Pour some sugar. Fulfill the it. prophecy. You're mm. <laughs> virgins in the fours. So Palpatine fucked. Yeah. Oh, you bet he did. No, I know. he didn't. So, did he not fuck? So, no. no, I used to think that he fucked, no. and then Rebecca set me Clone straight babies. on it. Clone babies. Clone yeah. babies. Well, then who's... Makes more sense. Clone babies. Why? But, no, Clone he had... Babies. Why? He had... Clone he... babies kids they may have been clones why i very firmly team those kids are clones like those he, two are those clones are created from the force you mean raised parents raised yeah, parents raised parents, parents will probably she's she's naturally is, born from theory. them I, think. I don't think so i think i think that See, he kept trying to build new vessels since the thing with luke didn't work out so he kept cloning and cloning and cloning and since we know twins are just basically clones of each other you could have male or female clones so those two clones, when he finally found one so that was strong enough, incest. No, that when they realized that when Ray came along, there was a powerful enough vessel for him to transfer his essence into. They're like, we got to fucking take our little clone kid out of here. Our as far as she was baby? concerned, they were the parents. As far that's as, my theory. My theory. So okay, I think okay, the son, okay. Palpatine's son, is a clone, and he finds a nice person lady, and. <laughs> A nice person but lady. But then huh? Palpatine uses nice person lady to help create, try to create another but vessel. But nice person to... lady was Jodie Comer. I'm more likely to believe that Villanelle was the daughter of Palpatine. Let me just say this about nice person lady. <laughs> Her eyes are up here. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Oh, I stick my dick in that hand. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> No hams su- for everybody. No subtlety whatsoever. 